Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sexiest show on earth, The Coffin Joe Cast, featuring your hosts, Killer Wilbur and Joel. Sit back, relax, and don't touch the co-host. They might bite. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. And I'm Joel. And joining us for our third co-host spot is someone that's in studio of Joel's studio. It's Nikki from Georgia. G'day, Nikki. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> so, you're our first in-studio guest, whether it's in Joel's studio or my studio, but yes, first in-studio, sorry, third co-host i just called you a guest and you're not a guest you're a third co-host <laughs> yeah i'm fucked up <laughs> that's an illustrious honor and you're you're jealous a little bit i think of you? course of course i'm jealous in a lot of ways i'm jealous of nikki because she's traveled the country and met so many podcasters but now she's met you and my man crush and getting to stay at your house too from what i hear so damn I am. I'm crashing, crashing his daughter's room for several days. Yes. Well, so we, I'll, I'll get over my jealousy just so we can get the show done. You know, that was a big sigh. <laughs> that was actually a drag on a cigarette, but ah, <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> All right. Well, so we can get into some other business. We'll we'll go to the the usual question, Nikki. What did you? What got you into podcasting? Uh, I know you don't do one, but you have been on many. And what got you started listening to podcasts? Um, I think I got I can listen to music all day long while I work. So I just got bored with music and not bored with music, Joel. Don't freak out. Here. Oh. Um, just listen to the same thing over and over on my little iPod back in the day. So, you know, I just I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know what made me download the first one. But Mediocre Show got to be one of the first ones that I really got into, and by that, I started listening to Mike and interacting with Mike a fair amount, and then in that just branched out into all the sub-shows that had branched off from Awful Show and Mediocre Show. And Yeah. Did you hear that? She didn't start with the Awful Show. I know. I'm one of the first people to not start no, with the No, there's show. a couple that have started with Mediocre, but it's, it's always... I'm old. I was late to the game, so... It's, it's always a Mediocre or Awful Show that comes up the most, so... <laughs> Yeah, that we're all in that same community, as we always bring up. It's that wider community of uh, podcasters, you know. You seem to find the same people listening to the same shows. And and it's funny how you find out about another show and you go listen to that show and realise, well, the people you're talking to about mediocre or awful listen to this show as well. And it's that's why we say it's the best thing about podcasting, you know. You can find something that everyone uh, has the same similar interests in, you know. Be it the it's geek, very incestuous. Be, be it <laughs> like a geek culture, like geek show, or just a a comedy sort of show, like the awful show was, or a, a talk more talk show. I'd call mediocre more a talk show than a comedy show. But. 
it's kind of a blend of the two. Yeah. You know, it's a, yeah, and the comedy is what drew me in just because that's a good break from everything else to, you know, kind of escape into that little world when there's other chaos going on in real life. So. Yeah, well, that's what happened with me. I started listening to the podcast and I never looked back. I was the same. I used to listen to music and it would be the same music over and over again. Because I'm old school, I used to have an old Walkman and make up a mixtape and then I'd get bored with the same mixtape that I had listening, well, I was listening to, and making mixtapes is a pain in the ass because you've got to hit that record and play button and pause it and change your CD and record another song and so. When did you stop listening to mixtapes? Um, not for a while there, back the old original coffin days. Um, that's when I used, I used to listen to radio, but then I'd got bored with that because it was just full, full of ads more than anything, and it was the same song every day. You know, they'd play the same song three times a day. And uh, Land Down Under? No. Actually, that would play occasionally, but no. But um, so I got in, like, make, make my own mixtapes because I couldn't, I wanted a variety of music, not just listen to one album, you know. And then I'd spend my weekend, like, you know, making a mixtape, <laughs> listen to work. We're talking early 90s here too, by the way. <laughs> and then I, I was thinking like a couple of years ago is what was going in my head though. <laughs> no, no, we're talking like oh, many years ago. I'm an old man, Joel. You've got to remember that. Oh, that's right. You are well, too now. <laughs> I'm not that far behind you. <laughs> You're only one year and one week behind me, I know. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm older than both of you, so oh. screw you both. Oh, you don't look at Nikki. <laughs> well, thank you, Kelly. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> but when I first got my first MP3 player and that I loaded music on that, it was a lot easier to, you know, put a mix of songs on that, and then discovered podcasting, and I stopped listening to music so much and just went straight into podcasts and just followed the podcast uh, journey, and, and here I am on a podcast myself. Even though isn't it my, an MP3 and a quarter over there? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't know what the conversion rate is today for it. You know, it goes up and down, just like the Aussie dollar. So, yeah, but yeah, podcasting—it's what brings us all together in this great wide world of ours. <laughs> well, right. I mean, who would have thought that? I don't know. However many years ago, Nikki started listening, that here she would be staying in my house. Yeah. Somebody I've technically never met before. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy world. <laughs> it is. But it's really cool to be able to go across the country like that and, you know, meet yeah. people and all that sort of stuff just out of, you know, because you, you develop a friendship, obviously, online before you go meet them. So you feel safe going to meet them. <laughs> yeah, even though, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, say, even though you've awesome. never, you wouldn't know, but you'd trust people by knowing them, getting to know them online, you know. Right, but the community vets everybody, and yeah. everybody knows each other, and then you know you're yeah. good to go. So, whose podcast have you been on? I know the answer, but just for the um, record, I for the did show, obviously oblivious. I called in a couple of times to obviously oblivious and mediocre, and then I did obviously oblivious when I went up to the mediocre listener party two years ago, or a year ago, and then this this last time when I went up, I did mediocre. Yep, you're on two Obviously, shows. Obviously, I'm on the Coffin Joe now. Yes, well, that's, I was going to bring that up. We're the third show to get you, but yeah. You did two <laughs> mediocre shows, didn't you? Because they record two in a night Yeah, they now. do two back-to-back now since they don't do live. And you had Cuz Will there with you, didn't you? Yes, I did. I yes. stayed with Cuz Will for a couple of days. Yeah, and uh, it, 
We've had and him he, on here. He hosted me and took me around, and we did went and did mediocre. So is he really that big? He <laughs> is ginormous. He is a giant sweetheart of a man. He's like a Sam Squan. <laughs> I am like his pocket pet when I stand next to him. <laughs> so, but what was that experience like in Mediocre Show? Because I know, this, well, I've seen the setup that Eric has, but that must look like a proper radio studio. Um, it's very, it was, to me, it was very nerve wracking. Mm. I always get nervous when I'm on shows just because I'm not used to doing them. So, and I, and I'm bad about going into like listener mode while I'm there. I have that problem. <laughs> because, because I'm used to just listening to these people. So it's, it's a little different trying to actually remember you have to interact. Yep. So I, I have that trouble too, when I've had the mic on here, or a couple of people that I've listened to, especially when I have the mic on or the Nero on with Joel, it's like I'm listening to to the old awful show and so I go quiet thinking I'm listening to the show and go oh hang on this is my show as well I can talk <laughs> yeah that's exactly what the problem is and or not a problem but just the, what what happens yeah. and then you know and I'm also not used to the rhythms of people speaking which you tend to you know after you're, you interact with people on a normal basis you realize when they're going to say something so you miss your chances to say something yeah. because you're not you, like I said you just don't know their rhythms and when they're going to jump in so and with five of us in there that made it even more difficult. Yeah, I could imagine. Anyway, so, I guess it was a whole lot of fun, though. No, it was. Absolutely. We had a great time. Absolutely had a great time. And we ended up talking more off mic than we did on mic. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, we. I was there a long time. It was a lot of fun, though. Excellent. So, anyway, what I want to bring up is there's a certain person's birthday coming up this week. It is, and he left the room for the moment. So. Oh, it's just you and me, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us. Damn, I was trying to coerce him into saying, oh, is it? So, but anyway, I'll continue, yes. For people listening, okay. this show will be out pretty early, because we're recording on a Saturday for me today, and uh, it's a Friday night over there. Um, yeah, so it's Joel's birthday this week. It is his birthday. He is 40 now, coming on 14. Yes, no, we said 14. 20. 40 going on yeah. 14. Exactly. No. So, but anyway, the other thing I want to bring up, well, not that I'm trying to get any um, self in, but um, it was my birthday this week too. Yes, it was. Happy birthday, Gil. Thank you. You've already wished me happy birthday on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah, 41 on Wednesday. Um Unfortunately, my partner, Donna, was working late, and I didn't get to see her that night. I got some nice presents, and one of those presents was going to the football, my not-so-good bulldogs, um, on the Thursday night. That's what I was going to bring up. I went and watched my favourite side, the Bulldogs, play on Thursday night, and um, for the last six times I've went and watched them, they've lost every time, so I think I'm barring myself. I'm not allowed to go watch my team play live anymore because they lose every time I see them. So I think I'm a bit of a jinx for them. So, and it's good not deal. It's not good because we've got one more game before we get into the finals, and uh, so I think I might have jinxed them. And I also jinxed them by putting a bet on them. So every time I bet on them, they lose two. So me and Donna both Did you put have a, a good bet time? on. Oh, I had a great time. Uh, the, good. the the spot we were in, we're right in the corner of the field, so we could only see. Half the you know you couldn't see down the other end of the field, but it was still the the experience is good. You're going out in the crowd and you know being there is a lot different than watching it at home. You don't oh, get yeah. to see as much, but you get more of the feel of the game. 
Oh, yeah, you feed off everybody else's yeah. enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, and you can imagine me. I was going off and I had a couple of drinks before I went because it's expensive to buy drinks in that place. So, Is it is it expensive to go in general? No, it wasn't that expensive. Um, I think it cost $40 all up for us because Donna's got a concession, so she got a cheaper price for her ticket and, and you know, it was 25 for my ticket, 15 for hers, but... It cost me more money to buy some food. We bought a burger, some chips, or fries if you want to call them fries, and a bowl <laughs> of Coke. Um, that costs $15, $15 just for that. Well, that's not, that's not too bad for something uh, like that. Oh, uh, yeah. And then uh, I bought a couple of wines while I was there because they, they only have mid-strength beer there, so I'm not buying mid-strength beer. So bought a couple of wines. That's, seven, uh-huh. that's eight bucks a wine. And it's just a regular glass wine. Oh, I was so I end I end up spending more money on my birthday present than Donna well, did, in a way. Well, you're just buying your own birthday present. Yeah. That's okay. And then on the way home, we weren't going to muck around with public transport because it would take us forever to get where we are. We'd have to catch three trains. So I end up using um Uber. I don't know if you know about Uber. What's Uber? U B E R. We do, but I don't. It's only in certain cities. Yeah, well, it's only just started here in Australia. And um, I, I um, well, here in Sydney, and I signed up for it only a couple of weeks ago. And it's, it's um, private people being taxi drivers, Joel. Um, you download the app, um, uses your iPhone or whatever smartphone you've got. You uh, actually put your credit card or debit card in there, so you don't even exchange money. It's all done through your credit card. So you ask for an Uber to show up, use the um. Location services on your phone, they know where you are, they come pick you up, drop you off, and it's cheaper than a taxi. Yeah, I've heard other people talk about it in New York, and I'm not sure if it's up here in Chicago, I have, and I have no idea if it's in Atlanta. So, Atlanta, everybody has their own car anyway, so I, yeah. I don't know. You can't live in Atlanta without having a car. So, Is that like those, those things that are like Teletubbies? <laughs> nope. <laughs> is it the thing from Willy Wonka? Uh, nope. That's a Oompa Loompa. Is it what you get out of your nose when you've got a lot of dry air? Mm, that'd be snot. That's not what I was thinking of, but uh, I'll <laughs> go with that. I'll roll. Anyway, what I wanted to bring up, I don't know if it's going to work for anyone in America, but if you sign up for Uber, um, download the app, sign up for it. If you use the code GrahamS116... You'll get ten dollars off your first ride, and I'll get ten dollars credit. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I don't know if it, it works the same. Like if someone in America does it using that code, I get it. Hmm. Well, you might get like nine dollars and thirty six. Yeah, it might, the conversion, and it and it'll run right. backwards to. Well, they don't do less than tens over here, over there, so, or, you know, it's got to be in increments of twenty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That joke never gets old. It does. Actually. No, just stay away from the metric system jokes because I've heard someone complain. But that person can do the Foster's jokes all he likes, but no, don't do a metric <laughs> system joke. <laughs> don't know who we're talking about. I don't know, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got a cold. Yeah. Mr. Smutas. <laughs> uh... So, 
Anyway, you were away while I was speaking there, Joel. I was just bringing up it's your birthday this week, so I'll get annoyed. Wait, what? It is? Yeah, happy birthday for Wednesday. Don't you worry. You'll get your Facebook Oi, birthday. Thank you. <laughs> but I still love your, always love your Facebook posts about my birthday. You know, wish me happy birthday. Even Donna had a good laugh at that one. Did she enjoy that? Yeah, she did. She thought it was really funny. <laughs> All right. I do it out of love. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and someday I will love you in person. Mm-hmm. With my mouth. <laughs> Should I leave? <laughs> so, where are we heading with this show? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I'm trying to get used to having somebody sitting across from yeah, me. Yeah, no, it's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's only happened once on the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, and there wasn't a third person that we were trying to all hear. Yeah. I'm special. I just mess everything up. <laughs> well, I don't want to take out the show by keep talking about me, but I've got more. Like, we like talking. Yeah, well, the other thing this week, I was foreman at work. My foreman was away for a week. Had to go take care of his wife who had an operation. So I become foreman because I'm the foreman's right-hand man. So when he's away, I'm the foreman. And it's been bloody hectic. Not only do I take care of what I normally would take care of in the week, I've got to take care of what the foreman would take care of, like loading vans and unloading trucks with the forklift. Yeah, I get to drive a forklift. Ooh, I love that. That scares me. That scares me too, because I don't want to freaking crash it, drop the the load coming off the truck, or you said drop the load, drop the load. I know, I purposely did. Uh, that I'm afraid you're going to break something like your back. No, I don't break. Please don't fall out. See, you've just jinxed me. If I break my back this year, it's your fault. I've broken a hip and I've broken a neck. I do not want to break my back. I just I'm knocked not myself in the head, so it's kind of like knocking on wood. We're okay. All right, I got wood here too. I'm knocking on the wood <laughs> on the table I actually built. Uh, I thought maybe it was having the sound of both of our voices. Because mm-hmm. we've got all kinds of accents going on today. I know. So can you hear my accent, Killer? Very slightly. It's not as it's not coming through as much as it usually does when you call in for voicemails. I was surprised. Huh. It's not as southern. Well, you've been hanging around too much up north i thought so too i was like i don't really notice a real heavy accent no it's not there, there are words that are bad yeah, joel's it's... already caught me in a word or two that <laughs> i don't know that i don't even know that was a southern accent i just pronounce it differently yeah she yeah. said she said instead of orange orange she said orange orange <laughs> it was close to that orange i don't know how do i say it he said it, it. It was weird. I don't know. I don't know either. Can you do an Australian accent, Nikki? Oh, I tried that a long time ago on Undercover Unitards, and that did not go well. Remember? <laughs> yeah. I it don't. turned into a, a... What did it turn into? A Joel 2 accent, and then it just turned into me being oh, Southern geez. again. That was a nightmare. No. I cannot do accents. Yeah. Thank I you. I cannot shift my voice whatsoever. Thank you, because I can't do an American accent, and I keep... Well, right we've given you. up on that segment. <laughs> what, whatever happened to Joel, too, anyway? I, I don't know. Who killed him? You did? Who killed him, I said. I thought he shows up occasionally on uh, 40 Going on 14. 
No, that's Mr. No Nos. Oh. He he sounds more like he's a ghost. Mm-hmm. Right. Joel too sounds more like Mr. Hanky. Yes, exactly. The like Christmas Mr. poo. Hanky. Yeah. <laughs> now I really want to do it, but having somebody else in the room. <laughs> Come on, go Joel. Go go go, do it. <laughs> he's turning red. <laughs> Getting embarrassed, is he? Uh, it's just weird because when you know when you're here by yourself and you're on the mic and you all of a sudden bust into the goofy voices. <laughs> I'll look away. Do it. <laughs> hey there, Joe too. <laughs> yeah, and and Mr. No Nose is Hi Killer, it's Mr. No Nose. It's it's your eyebrows move when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is funny how you can you sit by yourself in front of a microphone, you can do all you like, and then you got people around you and you just freak out. This is like when I did that interview for the um, Earbuds podcast. I can sit in front of a mic here and talk and say whatever I like, you know, comes out, not a problem. Get in front of a camera with like three other, you know, tech guys doing the cameras and the mics and the, the guy interviewing you, plus the people sitting behind waiting for the other interviews, and I froze up. I couldn't believe it. You never make it in porn. <laughs> no, well, I don't plan to go into porn. <laughs> but your didgeridoo, you're not blessing the world with your didgeridoo. Well, see, I can do that. But if someone's sitting here, me, sitting here with me <laughs> doing that, I'll probably get embarrassed too. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, you dickhead? <laughs> That's what I find. I'm always wondering if Donna's ever at the door listening and hearing half the things I say. <laughs> I think she's out there right now. No, she's. I told you, she's in the room with her sister studying and doing sure some... She didn't hear the call of the didgeridoo and come running? Nope. Oh. <laughs> and she doesn't listen to this show either. She got asked that because she mentioned to a few people that I do the show and she people asked her, do you listen? She goes, no. And I'm like, thank you. Don't listen. Some of the things I say, you get mentioned a lot. Would you get in trouble? Uh, wouldn't get in so much trouble, but she'd be questioning me on why do I say these things. But, what if she goes back and listens to them all in a row? Then you're in trouble. No, nah, she won't. She doesn't like podcasting. She thinks it's just a bunch of opinionated people talking their minds. So, well. <laughs> she's not far wrong, but just saying it. There's a lot of that, but then there's people yeah. like us that are just kind of mucking around, chatting away. Yeah, that's what I like about this show. We don't have to. Well, we do get into opinionated stuff sometimes, or some serious stuff. And... I know a hell of a lot about Australian Parliament. <laughs> yeah, we're all educated after that last show. Yeah, well, and I'm no expert. It was it was only the um, can't think of his name now. The other Aussie guy we had on who studied political science and that. Oh, Hamish? Hamish. Hamish. Sorry. Hamish. Ruined his name. Sorry. I guess I'm wanting ham, but <laughs> Hamish, yes. Yeah, he could give you a better insight to it than I could, but I'll just throw my opinions about how I feel about the Prime Minister and uh, the way things are running at the moment, but that's all I can do. Anyway, I, I think we mentioned this before the show, but... Uh, update on the uh, Drop Bear movie. That's coming oh. along. We're, after our little conversation last week with Jeff, um, 
things are rolling forward to actually be making this Drop Bear movie. Um, I've seen a, a quick synopsis for the show. It's looking good. Um, still got to work work on a script. I think he's working on a script, and um, we're big. We're really hoping that um, we can get Paul Hogan into this movie. Definitely. It's more than a. That's a hell of a synopsis. That was like. Oh, I know, but it wasn't an actual script, but it was like a near complete rundown of how the movie's going to work. But it was only like the first like half of it. Yeah. Oh well. I was impressed. I was expecting like just like a real mm. short little thing, and then here was this huge. Yeah, it I was, was crazy. I was reading it at work on my phone. I'm going, "How long does this?" You know, I keep scrolling. I'm going, Jesus, how long? So. I'll, I'll have to show Nikki because it's it's yeah. huge and that sounded bad, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's rolling forward and he's very keen. So I'm I'm loving the idea of getting this drop in movie made. Um, so I said to Jeff, I'm no writer, so I can't really help with writing, but I'm a creative consultant and um, of course going to be a producer on the movie. Joel's a producer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah so. I made a I made a tagline and a poster so far. Yeah, you got the tagline, the poster. I've got a I've got a couple of lines in there that I thought of. Um, uh, quick, board the synopsis for me. Well, we're not going to give any away yet. But after a little silly conversation on a podcast, just like Kevin Smith, we're probably going to be pushing forward to make a movie. And he and Jeff has the connections too, so. Granted, it's going to be in the Sharknado, yeah. Mega Piranha kind of vein. Yeah. Hey, whatever. That's well, the kind of movie that is, I mean... That kind of fits, though, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's, it makes sense. It makes sense to do it that way. And he's talking about um, the next movie we're going to make. It's about the coffin maker. <laughs> the killer coffin Wait. maker. <laughs> I'd missed that part. No, that was a personal conversation or something between us. But yeah. Because I've always wanted to make a movie about someone who made coffins, and I had a base idea for it, you know. But yeah, he, he's like, all right, we'll get this one up and running, get this one done, and then we'll move on to a, a killer coffin maker using my name mixed with the job I do. So that wasn't my base plan for the movie, but yeah. It's like a, like a horror movie? Yeah, horror movie. I'm going down the road of horror movies. Everyone seems to be making them now, all these independents. You come to my factory. Come to my factory. So. Is he going to follow your storyline? For what? For the coffin movie? For the coffin. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, mine was more. Um, it was a bit different. It wasn't necessarily a horror movie. It was. It was just a, a silly idea. <laughs> Don't worry. It's more based around a lot of a lot of Australian movies. So. So there's going to be cross-dressing and what? No, more around things like Two Hands and um, I'm trying to think of a couple of other movies. It is a didgeridoo. That's not a didgeridoo. Now, this is a didgeridoo. <laughs> if it takes two hands, it's a didgeridoo. <laughs> that or a rain stick or the same thing, I don't know. You've never seen Two Hands? No. It's got I mean, Heath- I've got two hands, but... No, it's got Heath Ledger in it. And um, Brian... Uh, Dennehy? No, uh, Brian Brown. 
It's uh, based here in Sydney. It's about a mobster guy. Uh, Heath Ledger was looking for work, loses a bunch of money. He goes, instead of uh, taking the money he was supposed to send, you know, be a runner for to take to someone, he goes for a swim instead and puts it in his shoes at Bondi Beach. You know, hides it and someone steals it. And then the rest of the movie's about him trying not trying to find the money without getting killed. I know Brian about Br- Bondi Beach. Yeah, Bondi Beach, yeah. It's where all the uh, overseas people come over to drown. Wait, on purpose? Not on purpose. I'm not joking. You've that you got to check out a show if you can find it. You'll probably have to obtain it called Bondi Rescue. It's a true life thing. It's about the Bondi lifeguards. And what happens is these people come to Australia. They fly in and straight away they go straight out to Bondi Beach because that's the beach they've heard of. And they go for a swim. And they don't understand that all the rips and all the, you know, the, the currents... And instead of swimming between the flags, they just swim where they like. Next thing, they're being dragged out to sea, and these lifeguards have to go rescue them. That's not the entirety of what the show's about. It's still some idiot Australians. And but if you can, <laughs> but if you can find a show called Bondi Rescue, it's a, a reality show, maybe. If you can call it reality, it's about... Um, you know, they there's film what happens down at Bondi with these lifeguards, professional lifeguards who get paid by the council to um, patrol the beach. So, but yeah, a lot of um, not to sound racist or anything, I'm not going these people, but Asians come down and jump in the water. They've never swum in their life, never been to a beach, hop in the water, and they're in trouble straight away. They. Where does David Hasselhoff factor into all of this? Um, apart from him actually visiting Bondi Beach a few times and getting photographed down there by all the bloody paparazzi, not much. So he's not one of the stars of Bondi Beach Rescue? Bondi Rescue, no. Why why would I watch it then? Because there's some hot Australian men (laughs) and hot Australian women, depending on your preference. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you, you have sold me already. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I'm saying, I doubt you could find it on TV over there, so you'd have to obtain it somehow. But, yeah, it's into its, like, sixth or seventh season now. Jeez. It must yeah. save a lot of people. Yeah. So, And it's um, only through the summer months, like when they film, because not, well, not many people go swimming in winter down here. The occasional so it's people. like the deadliest catch, but for Japanese tourists. <laughs> yeah. And there's even sharks involved a couple of times, too. You get a shark or two at Bondi. Now I'm curious. You're by curious, I know that. Nikki is looking at pictures of Bondi Beach on her phone. <laughs> I was researching. Well, Bondi Beach, yeah, it's a nice place, but... It's not the beach I prefer to go to. I'd go to Is that where where, uh, Irwin was killed? No, Irwin was killed up um, in the Great Barrier Reef area, off the uh, northern part of Queensland. she, She found the link for Bondi Rescue. Yeah. 85 episodes starting in 
Yeah, 2006. There you go. I wasn't far off, was I? No, that's a heck of a lot for a show about rescuing people. Oh, it's it's very interesting. You get a lot lot of mixes of um, things happening. You get um, uh, idiots that come down drunk. You get uh, people trying to steal stuff off beaches, and then you get the people drowning in the ocean. The other thing that happens on, um, I think it's Christmas, or both, probably Christmas and New Year's Eve, they have parties down there. So... The next morning, there's all people just passed out on the beach. And then these lifeguards have to go around and just check on people to make sure they're still alive, whether they're just <laughs> sleeping it off or they've, you know, passed out. Or So it's it's pretty popular. If it's been running that long, it's still going hard. So, I mean, I can't say too much. I mean, I referenced Deadliest Catch a little bit ago, and that's still going strong. And it's, you know, basically people fishing and stuff. Well, you can go fishing at Bondo Beach, too, if you want. Catch a shark well, or not, two. It's not like there. <laughs> well, you can go fishing for a woman. Well, a lot of hot She's on the webpage, and it's apparently a webpage for Bondi Vet. Oh, that's another show. <laughs> that's with Chris Brown, the hottest vet in, in Australia. That's a, and one of the he nicest looks like guys. A, a soap opera guy. Yeah, well... <laughs> He um he's on a TV he's got his own TV show Bondi Vet. He also on another TV show, one of these lifestyle shows called The Living Room. But yeah, he's um actual vet. He um he's blonde. He's tall. He's muscularly, muscularly, muscularly. Anyway, that word. Uh, <laughs> muscularly. Um, yeah, well, and um yeah, he's actually from Bondi. He has his vet practices in Bondi. But yeah, he he he's become a big TV star. Chris and Brown. that's a show about a vet practice. A vet practice, yes, which I can't really watch because I hate seeing pets in trouble. I, I can agree with that. So yeah, I I watch a little bit till it gets a bit of the the stuff that I don't don't want to see. Some of it's just nice, you know, easy. Oh, you've got this problem, this problem. But then when they're going to do operations, or I'm like no, poor putty cat, or poor poor puppy dog. <laughs> Anyway, that's the other thing I want to speak to Nikki, Nikki about. You have cats, sure. don't you, Nikki? I do have cats. How many black cats do you have? Um, at the moment, I have two permanent and one that I am fostering. Okay. His name is Foster, so I would remember the job at hand. Oh, because I have one black cat, and he seems to look like many of your black cats. Do all black yes, cats I look the a, same? A mama and kitten that uh, I fostered last year. That I did not do so well with, which is, you know, because they became permanent residents. <laughs> which is why I'm trying to remember that the one I'm doing now is needs to go to another home at some point in time. So if I ever go to Georgia to visit, I'm going to be known as Foster for the entire time I'm there. <laughs> you can't come in my house. You would like go into anaphylactic shock or something from, <laughs> the, from the cat fur. <laughs> no, you're allergic to cats, are you, Joe? I'm, I'm pretty allergic, yeah. No, uh, you oh. You wouldn't be, I would have to get rid of my cats if you come visit then. Well, I just like get some allergy meds and shots and a mask and gloves and a <laughs> giant body condom or something. <laughs> and the ball suit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you but, just call me Bubble Boy. Yeah, I was going to say to Nikki, do your black cats, are they a bit, I don't want to use the term crazy, but not, we call ours 
a special little boy because he seems a bit he's fun and all that but he's a little weird a little off well mama cat is a little weird and a little off the kitten that i adopted who looks just like her you really can't tell the difference unless they have their collars on um she's actually incredibly smart and she's figured out how to open zippers. She's <laughs> so have I. <laughs> she's addicted to the hair, like hair elastics, to put ponytails up. Yeah, and which she shouldn't be eating or getting into. And she, like I said, she's figured out how to open up zippers to get to them. And I, and she has recently figured out how to open up the bathroom drawer to get into them. Oh, yes, it's a, she's incredibly smart little shit is what she is. And <laughs> but you know I have to be very careful what I leave accessible to her because she will get into everything and pass it down to mama she'll open up the drawer and chunk my hair bands onto the floor for <laughs> mama cat um but mama's not so bright but then again she had six kittens when she was seven months old so you know teen pregnancy yes teen pregnancy gone crazy um teen yeah, cats but- new show <laughs> no there's another idea killer you're full of them <laughs> yeah well john would love it he loves teen moms so He'd watch Teen Cats. He's a cat fan too. But yeah, I, last week when I was doing the show in here, I had Charlie with me because he follows me everywhere. And I thought, I'll let you stay. He, he meows a little. He's, well, Donna reckons he copies me because when Donna asks me something, I just go, hmm, hmm, hmm. So that's what Charlie does now. He just always goes, hmm, hmm. <laughs> anyway, he's in here. Hmm. I thought, that's not going to be too noisy for the show. So I let him stay in here. Next thing he starts playing with the cables connected to the computer. I'm like, you're out of here. <laughs> you can't touch that stuff. You'll stuff the show up. So I had to chuck him out last week. But yeah, he's a he's a special little one. And I mean special in a good way. Yeah. The one I'm fostering is actually more special than the other two. Because he is the best way to put it. He gives, gives no fucks about anything. Period. <laughs> the end. He jumps... From like six foot high onto the floor. No grace just falls into a ball onto the floor. Leaps from the cat tree onto the bed, which is a good six feet. He could land at the edge of the bed and make it a three foot. But no, he jumps six feet and jumps to the middle of the bed. And just, like I said, there's no grace. You know, normally cats, when they fall or jump on purpose, they land a particular way. He just falls into a ball. He just doesn't care. So he he might be a little specialer than the girls at this point. And that's cat talk for the Coffin Jack House this week. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we have bored half the uh, the listeners at this point. So. Wait, wait. She said she has a cat tree. So, what do you like? Pick them fresh every spring? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's cat furniture, Joel. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, I have cat furniture cat. and I have cat toys all over the house. Looks uh, like I have a two year old, but it's little mice and balls and crap all over the yeah, house. Same. same. Rolling all around my house. <laughs> it's the same here. There's just cat toys all around the floor. You cat people, I don't get it. Well, I'm a dog person more. I'm a both, but I love my You're dogs. I always love dogs, but I yeah. like dogs. They're just more work. The cats, you can just you know, just like now, I left them food and food and water and a clean litter box, and they're going to be fine while I'm gone. Where you couldn't do that with a dog, so. But I like dog. I've met Holly and Holly and I are friends, and I'm covered in her slobber now. <laughs> Kill us bipetual. Definitely. Oh, always a dog fan. Always been, but living in a unit, in a, an apartment, um, can't really have a dog. Maybe get a little small one, but no thanks. I want a cattle dog or a Kelpie. 
Yeah, they need room. Good Australian dogs. <laughs> a Kelpie? Kelpie. K-E-L-P-I-E. Kelpie. Is that from underwater? No. Look up Kelpie. My grandparents used to breed them and show them off, take them to shows. Nikki's already looking it up for me. She's my yep. resource person, apparently. They're, well, they herd. They're herding dogs. They're working dogs, Uh-oh. like cattle dogs are. They look like a cross between like a... A Rottweiler and something. They got the markings of a Rottie. And a, a I, Doberman and something. Right. Another movie to watch. Watch Red Dog. That's a Kelpie. Red Dog? Red Dog. Australian movie. Wolverine! Ba- based on a true story. It's a little sad. I cried in the movie, but... Aw. Uh, yeah. Check out Red Dog. And that's a Kelpie. Problem with Kelpies these days, they've been uh, crossbred a little. Uh, your c- really purebred Kelpies are different to what you see these days, but yeah, Kelpies. Me personally, I'd get a cattle dog. I grew up with cattle dogs. I've had three. Unfortunately, lost one last year. But yeah, so. And you know what? You get two styles of ca- uh, cattle dogs. You get a red cattle or a blue. And the blueies, blue cattle dogs, are the ones you see um, herding more often. They're absolute brilliant dogs. They're so obedient, so loyal to their masters. So. A, lot of, a lot of them are frisbee dogs, right? Ah, yeah, they can be. I want kettle chips now. I don't know why. <laughs> kettle? I said cattle. Like I know it's, it's hard to hear with the way we have the, the headphones set up. So I heard kettle dogs, and I'm thinking they're just really crunchy dogs. <laughs> it's gross. Have you ever had it? I don't know. It might be delicious. Salt, sweet, and sour, like kettle dogs. Well, you you did live in Korea for a little bit, so I know they like I eating did. dogs over there. So that's Vietnamese <laughs> and Koreans. And Vietnamese. I don't know. The Koreans don't do that. I never saw a dog over there. I mean, I saw dogs, but I didn't see, like, at the restaurant. <laughs> or at the corner, you know, like a bag of chips. You know why you didn't see any dogs? Because they were cooking them up. They already they grabbed all the stray dogs <laughs> and cooked them up for dinner. No, there was plenty of dogs and people pooping and peeing on the street. But there was no, like... To eat. There was no, like, pet dog snacks. Yeah. Well, that used to be my old joke when I used to work at McDonald's. I used to say to people, do you know there's no cats around here? That's because we cook them up and make them into burgers. (laughs) That's not true. There's no meat in McDonald's food. (laughs) There is in Australia. There's no... We have 100% 100 Australian beef. Trust me. I've seen the ads. (laughs) (laughs) You believe everything you see on Australian television? I don't believe anything. But, yeah, so there's an ad campaign going on showing you what they use, which part of the beef they use. Do you use hoofs? No, we don't. Do you use this? No, we don't. We just use this and this and this. So on this commercial, they're actually showing, like, the hooves, and they say, no, we don't? Yeah, they have a little, like, um, picture on on a board with, like, little um what would you call it where you could pull a little piece off each part of the meat 
and they go, do you think we use this? And they pull a little piece off, and, they, and it says no underneath, and no, you know. And then they pull it off the rump. Yes, we use a bit of rump. Then we use a bit of, you know, this part of them. Clearly PR problems they're trying to fix. Yes, they're completely PR. You live in a strange country, but I really want to visit. It's not strange. It's just, well, it is to me. Just a bit down under, that's all. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm Yeah. <laughs> I want to come visit someday. Well, you visited everyone else. Why don't you come visit me? I need to. My <laughs> aunt and uncle and their kids lived there for like eight years because he was in the military. What part of Australia does he live in? Or they did. Did. Uh, past tense, yeah. Past tense, yeah. Oh, past tense. I, I couldn't tell you where they lived. I was little. I don't remember. All I know is all their kids are still into soccer or football, as they say in Australia. Let me not no, 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 no. We call it soccer. Okay. Oh, there's, there's a bit half and half. We still call it soccer for the most part, but yes, it does get mentioned as football these days. But yeah, I didn't I didn't want to offend anybody. So, but, you know, depend on my what cousins still play in adult leagues here, which is kind of rare because most most kids that play soccer here do not play once they get to be adults. So. Yeah, and depends on what state you're in when you say football, meaning which on which code it is. <laughs> you say football in New South Wales, it means the rugby league. What I follow. If you say it in Melbourne, it means the AFL. The one where they kick between four sticks. It, it sounds like soda and pop over here. Oh, don't even get me started on that. I heard that show and I'm like, God damn it. It's we, Coke, damn it. That's all there is to it. There's no, no soda and pop. It's soft it's drink. Soft drink. Soft drink? That's what we call it here. Soft drink. But they have hard water in Colorado, so would it make it a hard drink there? I suppose. No, hard drinks are freaking liquor. I think that was mentioned on the show. I think it probably was. And it's then I made my drink. joke, which nobody got. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. It didn't download. And if you ever want to try a proper ginger beer or ginger ale or ginger whatever you want to call it, <laughs> find Bundaberg's. It's, you mentioned something about a ginger drink being brewed. It's the best ginger beer. Comes from Bundaberg, just like my partner. That's where Donna comes from, Bundaberg. She comes from beer? No, she comes from this, the town called Bundaberg up in Queensland. Oh. And they make the best ginger beer because it's properly brewed ginger beer and you can even see the little bits of ginger inside the drink. <laughs> so like little red-headed stepchildren? Yeah. Very funny. It's made of real gingers. <laughs> That's what you said. No, okay. You take whatever I say you, the way you like. I'm not fussed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling froggy with somebody in the studio. <laughs> yes. He's all out of cahoots with me here. He doesn't know what to do. She I know, cahoots. he's way off this week. Usually he's got more control of this show than I do. He talks more than me, and I've got to keep talking now. I don't know about that. It depends on what we're talking about. Yeah, well, I don't know what I talked about now. Well, last week I think I ruled the show because me and Jeff got off on our tangents. That's fine. I don't mind sitting back. I'll become the listener then. <laughs> we go back and forth a little bit. It's all right. Oh, oh yeah. Bring up horror movies with you and Jeff. <laughs> well, could, right. I could take and off for half an hour and come back and still not even be missed. 
I was going to say, I felt bad because we really mind. kind of railroaded things a little bit. And who hasn't railroaded this show before? Uh, Kevin? I'd rather pull a train, you know, but whatever. Uh, I go with the flow, mate. That's what this show's about. Just going with whatever's coming up. That was a sexual reference. <laughs> oh, okay. But you'd have to be closer, Killer, for me to do that with you. Mm-hmm. We're half a world apart. Literally. <laughs> but, you know, not to brag, but I think I could reach you with my certain <laughs> part. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to take your word for it on that one. Hang on. I'll just go get Donna to confirm it for me. <laughs> uh. I don't know where to go with that, yeah, so I'm just going to leave that alone. Yeah, but it's moving on, as they say. Well, in all the hubbub of trying to like keep myself sane this week, and then the past couple of days have been kind of busy, I've got questions, but they're kind of like questions that are left over. No, yeah, well, go for it. The stupid questions are stupid questions, so really, you know. It doesn't matter. It leads us in other conversations anyway, so... Although, as Nikki's sitting here, she can see what questions are on there, so it's kind of... Cheating? Taking some of the fun out of it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Well, I have to ask, well, because she's here, and because it came up again in conversation several times this week, there's been this ongoing debate, and I I think we talked about it last week or week before, about runny eggs, and people keep harassing me that tell me that runny eggs are good, and I just, I can't... I can't do it, so I needed to know what Nikki thought about it. They're disgusting. I, I'm in total agreement with Joel on that one. Duh. Runny eggs are I really the don't best. even like eggs, so I will eat like an omelet or scrambled eggs like twice a year, maybe. And that's about it. I am not a fan of eggs in general, and runny eggs are like the grossest thing ever to me. So, no, I don't, so I'm right with Joel. I don't like scrambled eggs that much. I'm not a big fan of an omelet. But if I have eggs, it's got to be runny. I'll soft boil an egg and get some toast and dip it in the egg and I'll get that runny egg into me. Or if I'm frying up an egg, make sure the yolk's nice and runny, get the white part cooked nice and then the runny egg, throw it, you know, if I have it on a hamburger, I want the runny egg so the yolk just drips through all the hamburger. On a hamburger? I've ne- never had egg on a hamburger? No. Must be I mean, not a runny thing. egg, no. yeah. Oh, it's the best. I, I grew I grew up in a household. My my grandfather owned a Waffle House when I was growing up. So my dad ran the Waffle House when we lived in Indiana. And so as a kid, I had access to all breakfast foods all the time. And my dad could make anything spot on, perfect, however you wanted anything. And I still don't like eggs. Mm. No, sorry. What about bacon and eggs? Don't like eggs with bacon? I do. I just don't want them runny. And for some reason, what she just confessed just completely blew my mind a little bit, and I'm not sure why. Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle House. Wow. That's awesome. So I like lived on, I think, grilled cheese and hash browns scattered, smothered, and covered. Because, <laughs> yes, I know the lingo from him working there. Um, I like grew up on that. That's, that's still what I get if I go to Waffle House. So, yes, but we we had hash browns at our house for a good 10 years after that. 
And we had the little rings and the little egg pans and everything, you know, from Waffle House. So real healthy eating there. But my dad can bang out some breakfast food like no tomorrow and make the best grits known to man. But he's a northerner, so he won't eat them. Okay. What the fuck are grits? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it many times. I've seen so many American Um, shows, movies, whatever. Grits are hominy. Which is kind of like a, I guess I don't know if that's okay. actually a type of corn Sounds or related like corn. to corn. Yeah, and it's ground up into little bits, and then <laughs> you rehydrate it. I guess with water would be the best way to describe it. I've only had it a couple of times. So it kind of turns in, and the starch kind of turns into a slight creamy something. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, like you would make oatmeal. Yeah, I can't stand oatmeal, but yeah. Right. Well, you don't have to like it, but you know how you Yeah, I know about oatmeal. It, yeah. It's kind of like that, but with corn. But, you know, a lot of people eat it, put cheese in it, or it's just good with salt, or you put gravy over it. Mm. It's just, uh, I, I can't really think of what else it would be close to. I, corn is the closest thing I can relate it to. Okay. Does it I, look- all I know is when, we, when he moved up there to the Waffle House, a lot of people, because I assume over time, People know more about different parts of the country. But when we moved up there, I know a lot of people, because, you know, I'm old, so that was a long time ago. (laughs) A lot of people did not know what grits were, and he had a lot of people come in the restaurant and look at the menu and ask what a grit was. Yeah. So. I've always wondered. I've heard about grits, and I've seen, like, on TV or whatever. I didn't know what was in it. It's a southern. Just ground up hominy. Is it a southern thing? More than yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely a southern thing. Okay, fair and enough. It's kind of a breakfast food, so you know. Okay, get my grits. Got my. So I'm even trying an American accent, then I couldn't even do it. <laughs> we just learned something interesting here that I think Nikki just confessed to being a half breed. What did you say? Your dad was a northerner. Well, he was born in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but he moved to Georgia when he was eight. So. And your mom. No, my mom's. I am generational back, and my mom southern. So, so you're, that's so you're half and half, I guess. But my dad's pretty much a southerner, outside of the fact wow. he won't leave the house without shoes. He actually won't leave the bedroom without shoes. So that's clearly a northern thing because southerners go barefoot half the time, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and there's a few words that he still pronounces with an accent, like he'll say the length of something instead of the length. Wait, when you say an accent, you mean a northern, a northern accent? A northern accent, yeah. He'll say the length of something instead of saying the length of something. Length. Which I don't know if that's really a dialect from a particular a, part of Pennsylvania. PA. I don't really know. You know, when, you know, from talking to Mike and Will, now I know more about where his family's from, and it's apparently like coal it's country, rural, rural Pennsylvania. So, um, it, so yeah, there's, he, pro- won't, probably he won't comes from gravy, English. So that's clearly, I don't know, that's a weird thing. When you pronounce words, like the English pronounce words, like their royalty, you know, length. I can't even do it now. You know, <laughs> unlike us Australians who shorten words and things. But, yeah, they come from the British part if they say the way they say length or, you know, certain words hmm. are more coming from uh, British heritage. So I'm guessing the Brits were up the north way. Well, I don't know. That that side of the family actually came over on the Mayflower. We have school papers from like 1776 in the family. 1776. From that side of the family. Jesus. Mm-hmm. It was 1770. No, it was 1788 
when um, the first fleet come to Australia. So, <laughs> so actually, that's a, I don't know, that, that side is a mixed bag. I'm a mutt with... Yeah, well, I am too. So, you know. I'm, I'm half English, well, heritage and half Aboriginal, so... Yeah, I have American Indian, I have Cherokee yeah, and well. Irish, so that's why I'm olive, but I have freckles. Yeah, well, I'm both. I'm not completely half and half. I'm technically one-eighth Aboriginal, but yeah, I'm I'm a bitzer, as they say. Bits and pieces of that and this. Yeah, if I just say mutt, there's no point. Yeah, I, I would go with mutt, too. <laughs> there's too many to name. Mostly German, but... <laughs> I think by Schneitzer. What? Nothing. I'm trying to do a fucking German, but it wasn't working. <laughs> I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, like, I, could, I was trying to think of German words, and none of them come to my heads. Schnitzel. Schnitzel. Gesundheit. Meine Popo ist schwer. Wie geht's, meine Freund? Du bist ein Schneitzkopf. Sieg heil. I took four years of German. I should know what you just said, but I don't remember. I took two, and I don't remember Jack. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. then, um, hmm. Let's ask this question then. What oh, God. did you want to be when you grew up? When you were a, a little kid? And we'll start with Killa in Aussie land. Give Nikki some time to think no. about it. What did I want to be when I was in school? Like uh, when you grew up, when you first started thinking about future careers yes. as a kid. I've answered this question once for you. Well, did you? Yes. How I, did I get the same question again? No, not on this show, on your show. The happy pants. Uh, oh. You still, and you couldn't believe my answer. It was an accountant. I still don't believe it. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I was younger, that's what I thought about. I was good at maths. So, math is hard. <laughs> yeah, well, I was very good. I was always pretty good at maths. And it wasn't until I got to high school and a lot of things changed just with the way life works. And I ended up getting to woodwork. And, um... And followed my career in the woodwork career as a cabinet maker. Wanted to be a carpenter, right. but found the cabinet making apprenticeship. But the other thing I wanted to do was, um, well, I signed up for commerce. That was a subject. That was to follow my um, accounting career. And then I signed up for music. I had my two electives in year eight. But um, the music class, there was only two people signed up for it because we had very shit music teachers and no one wanted mm -hmm. to do it. <laughs> So I end up changing from music to woodwork. So that's how my um, life turned out, because instead of doing music, I went into woodwork, and uh, trust me, I wasn't that good when I was younger, but I've, I got to like doing it, and by, I got to, by the time I got to year 10, I decided you to... You were really good with your wood. Mm-hmm. I've always been... Since I was 13, I've been good with my wood. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's that's my life career. Early on, what, like year seven, I was like, yeah, accounting. Don't know why. I'm glad I didn't do it because no, that would have blown my brain apart. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's how how it worked out for me. I had plans to be accountant because of uh, music not working out for me. Trying to do music because I was interested in music. I went to woodwork. Did that for like three years at high school. And turned around and found an apprenticeship making coffins and uh, as a cabinet maker. So I 
So I'm a cabinet maker now. Well, coffin maker. Can't imagine any kid like, like that's their, like their life ambition. It just well, blows my. Well, it was more because I was good with numbers. I the maths just come to me easy. You know what I mean? Just working with numbers. I'm. I even mentioned this before. I think I'm with English and stuff like English class, which is like writing or reading and all that stuff. I mean, I can read. Trust me, I can read. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you've ever seen any of my posts, sometimes I misspell words and. So English was never good for me, you know, like typing or writing and that. But numbers always just made sense to me. So I could work out stuff. So that's why I thought, you know, because they always put it on you when you're early. What are you going to be when you, you know, get older? So I, I made older? it. I am older now, but. <laughs> but yeah, See, when you're young, you know. The two of us, we'd make a whole person because I'm good with English and you're good with math. And <laughs> well, I used to be. What happened? You're not uh, good with math anymore. I'm still, I still, one on one plus uh, one plus one equals two. I can tell you that much. No, <laughs> over the years of my living my life not healthily, a lot of alcohol, a <laughs> lot of allegedly. smoking weed in my older days. You know, allegedly, I've um, killed some brain cells. So, allegedly, not allegedly. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> brain doesn't work as good as it used to. And plus this old age that I've got to at 41. You know, I'm an old man. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, no, early on, yeah, I was really good. I just picked it up so easily. It just come too easily to me. But over the years, you know, especially the hits to the head I've had, you know, knock my brain around a bit these days. So it doesn't work so well, your brain, when you beat it up. Falling downstairs, getting bashed up for doing silly things, you know. The brain sort of just goes, stuff this, I'm going to save what we got left. Got disconnected a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It happens. If, if people can't tell by the way I talk on this show sometimes, yeah. <laughs> the brain sort of just fades out on me sometimes. I don't know, you're pretty literate. Yeah, I am, but no, it's about... Dead serious. Like, I've had a lot of hits to the head. I've fallen off skateboards and <laughs> I got bashed up for doing something I shouldn't have been doing. And, um, yeah, I've copped a lot of hits to the head. And, well, that's why they're, like, investigating about concussions to NFL players and that, and even doing it for our football players down here, you know? It knocked the accountant right out of you. <laughs> yeah, well, no, other things turned that around. But as I said, I would love to have had that music class. Become a musician. It was it's a passion. It's too late. Well, we talked about me trying to le- play guitar. The other I week. know, but you, uh, it is you're too good late. at the skin flute. You can do something. I'm good at the didgeridoo. I know that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. All right. What about you, Nikki? Uh, I would. Most of the time, I wanted to be veterinary because I was not a real girly girl at all growing up. So I had matchbox cars and stuffed animals. I had no dolls, no Barbies, nothing of the sort. I didn't like pink, purple, anything. So, But I had all my stuffed animals, and I used to play veterinarian a lot. I had little fake shots I would give them, and, you know. And I don't know, somewhere along the way, I got sidetracked in high school, partied too much, did whatever. And, yeah, that just never happened. And I don't know that 
in retrospect. I'm not good with surgery and watching that sort of stuff. So I don't know that I could have handled it if I actually would have taken that. Maybe it would have been different if I would have stayed on that path over time. But as of now, I get way too squeamish with that sort of stuff. So I don't know how well that would have worked out for me in the end. Yeah, I hate I hate that stuff, surgeries and all that. But yeah. do you want? But I love animals, so yes, yeah, so of do all I. types and kinds. But being a veterinarian is um, harder than actually becoming a doctor. They say. Oh, absolutely. Because you've got to learn about so many different species of animals instead of just one species, human. You know. Oh yeah, it's so. an incredibly hard job. Incredibly hard job, and like I said, at this point, I'm. You said it's never too late. I am way too old to oh, go down that path it. at this point. You guys. We're just I setting you up. By the time I graduated, so you know. We're just letting you know long. what's going to be like, Joel, when you turn what? forty this week. You're getting way too old, mate. That's we're just warning <laughs> you. When did you all turn into rigs from Lethal Weapon? I mean, I'm too old for this shit. Exactly. Well, if I won the lottery and I didn't actually have to work while I was going to school, maybe I could pull it off. But going to school at night on top of working, it would take forever. I beg to differ, and I'm not surprised at all by your answer. I should have seen it coming, but it doesn't surprise me at all. That's what she said. That is literally what uh, you said, actually, but it could be what she'd say. That or a race car driver, so, you know, that would have, yeah. Oh, don't. I like to go fast. I'd want to be a race car driver, if I could be. I can drive the shit out of anything, and I'm... Problem, the problem it's an expensive is, hobby, though. Yeah, I know. problem is the man says I can't drive. I've <laughs> got to have a license to drive. Wait, did you say the mayor? The man. Oh. The man says I can't drive. You have to have a license to drive. Well, that's the rumor, but I've seen people do it without one. Yeah, well, I don't, because the man took my license away. Damn uh, man. He, he might have a point, yes. I was <laughs> just over the legal limit for alcohol in my system. But if the man understood the person I was with, you'd understand why I was having a couple of beers at that time. Was this on one of the visits? Yep, that was the last one. No way, I was yep. right. Yep, that's right. That's, that's what happened when I took her away. I took her up to the Blue Mountains for one night, out to Lithgow. And then I, I, from Lithgow, I took her out to Mount Panorama, the show of the, the mountain. You know about Mount Panorama, don't you, Joel? It's where my ashes yeah, are going to be spread. Yeah. So as we drove into Bathurst, there's the RBT, random breath testing unit. Because when we got to the um, place we were staying at Lithgow, it was about lunchtime. I thought, I'll have a couple of beers at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, God, I'm telling my life story to the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we relaxed for about half an hour. I thought, nah, two beers are not going to hurt me. Drove in, and I was literally just over the limit. Point oh five. I don't know. I, I think it's point oh eight here. Yeah, well, if it was point oh eight here, I'd be safe. I still have a license. But yeah, so that's what happened on that day. And we drove in, got busted, and then she drove the car around Mount Panorama instead of me, and I was shitting myself because she's never driven in Australia where we have right-hand drive cars. <laughs> I would, man. That's That messed me up. It would mess it. I'm shitting. I had my hand on the handbrake ready just to go, because uh, I was going to take her around Mount Panorama just to show her that, you know, my favorite racetrack in the world, my favorite place, whatever. But yeah, that's how that story went. 
So we hung out for like just mulled around for about an hour till I knew my levels would go down and then I drove the car. I wasn't letting her drive back to Lithgow, which is about 45 minutes away. Anyway, Wait. I'll fucking kill his life story on the fucking Coffin Jokers. <laughs> John Lithgow? Lithgow is a suburb. Uh, not a suburb, it's a town. Oh. That's where we're staying, and Lithgow's not... Well, in comparison out there, out west of Sydney, like outside the Blue Mountains, it's it's close, but, you know... It, anyway. Look at anyway. Google Maps, type in Lithgow, and then type in Bathurst, and you can see the difference. And it'll bring me up a picture of John Lithgow in a bath. Yeah, and you might see a Black Panther out there too because there's legendary Black Panther out there that they reckon that the United States Army who were down here, stationed here back in World War II, had a mascot of a Black Panther. And um, when they had to go back to the United States, they just let it loose. That's my favorite animal on the planet. That's a legend, but there's so many stories about this Black Panther out there at Lithgow. Can't find it, but uh, like that legendary drop there. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I was growing up, I, as a kid, primarily wanted to be uh, something to do with with like the planets, like an astro astronomy or and or astrologist. Is kind of where my head was for a long time, and then I found dinosaurs, but I never wanted to be a paleontologist. You found dinosaurs? Then, I thought they were dead. They are. <laughs> Unless, well, I'm talking to one. Ah, I see what I did there. You made ah, an old joke. Sorry, then he's calling you, Nikki. That's bad. Nikki's not old. She's older than us. Just she's not old. Anyway, um, he's squirming right now. <laughs> then and you, then I he, found, you can hit him. That's why. <laughs> I I've I've seen the ring. I don't want a, an imprint. Uh, then I then I decided I wanted to be an artist or a writer, and obviously none of that has panned out. But dare to dream when you're a youth. Yeah. Oh, well, not as interesting as your guys' career choices. Well, as her and career choice. So what was your first career? When you first Me? left Yeah, when you first left uni. Well, you went to uni, or college, as you call it. Wait, are you talking about my first job or yeah, my yeah. first, like... Yeah. I don't think I know this. That's like, why ever I'm first job? Well, not ever first job. My ever first job was working at McDonald's. I mean, first full-time job, like... Uh, first full-time job would have been, well, running the record store. Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, I didn't that know about that. would have been the first, like, 40-hour-a-week like job, like, with a like, regular paycheck. And, yeah, that would have been my first, like, official job. But my first, like, corporate, that kind of job, like, yeah. quote-unquote real job, would have been working for um, an internet company in downtown Chicago. Yeah, what were you doing? Which, uh, I was doing, like, I was basically doing customer service, but only for salespeople. So if people that had bought advertising on the site had things they needed taken care of, they would call us. Is that why you but end up... I can't up... mention the name of the site, because... Yeah, don't, I don't, 
don't have to mention names, but is that why you end up in like customer service jobs later on in life? I started out with customer service from the time I was 14 and got my first job. Yeah. Yeah, I was always working customer service. And that's what drove you to person. crazy? Crazy? I'm not calling you crazy. I'm just saying it drove you to to the point of becoming the Joel I know you as today. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm following you. I'm just putting shit on you. That's all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I apparently am missing it. Without my headphones on, I feel so naked. <laughs> Are you naked in front of Nikki? Oh, my God. <laughs> now, now Killa's got all kinds of images in his head. Yep. <laughs> He's laughing. He's not sure what to do. Oh, can't stop laughing. That's why. Oh, God. All right. Hang on. I'm supposed to be one of the hosts of this show. I should got to keep this show on the road, don't I? <laughs> on the road? Or we just drove it off the road? Yeah, I think we're getting close to the end of the, the line at this point. <laughs> All right, you got another question or we... Uh... No, I think that's. I think we're good. We're good? We're all good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I like that idea. <laughs> anyway. So next week, we don't officially have a guest for a couple of reasons. Officially, one of them is I didn't know what was going on with my birthday, so I didn't know what was going on there. And the other person I thought we might have on, we haven't heard back from yet. So there is an open spot theoretically next week on the 6th. Um, but the week after that, I can announce that we will be having um, Sea Monkey back on for a repeat performance, this time Sands uh, Convention Center nonsense. In studio, Joel with Sea Monkey, and that's gonna yes. be a fun show. We had to get him back because I felt like we shortchanged him, and so he was all for coming back on and talking again. So. No, well, me and Sea Monkey had the had a lot of fun. You just weren't hearing half the stuff that was being said. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be great to have Sea Monkey back on. He, I don't know if he's got a. Uh, one of these crowdfunding things going on. I don't know if it's going to be still going by that point. Go fund me for Sea Monkey, something to do with his beer brewing. So if it's still going by that point, we can actually try to help promote that. All right. And the the boobles stuff, of course. Boobles. Mm, boobles. Yeah. That sounded bad. It did sound bad, but I liked it. In a good way. All right, um, Joel. We can hear you on other shows. Let us know where we can hear you. Uh, well, you can hear me weekly on the Coffin Joe Cast. Um, really? <laughs> oh wait, obviously. You can also <laughs> hear me on my uh, musical podcast that I do, the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, which uh, this week will be the show just specifically for me. But if you want to listen, you can. Um, it's a special birthday episode that is completely... I'm taking the format and throwing it out the window and doing my own thing. So it's uh, it's already put together. It's going to be interesting. And then um, 40 Going On 14, which this week we did a show all about Peter Pan. And let me tell you, it was a bit of a, it was a, bit of a shock. <laughs> so it uh, that will be dropping here probably on Sunday. Oh, Monday for me. Yes, Monday for you. 
and they can contact us. They can email us. It's coffinjocast at gmail.com. And our voicemail is, Joel? 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. Yes, we haven't had any. and Joel. Yes, that's right. And we haven't had any for a while. So, Nen, get off your butt and give us a freaking ranty voicemail, please. Well, and Luke, you left a voicemail for the pants and for forty nine fourteen. You need one for for us here at the Coffin Joe Cast. Yeah, we're, we're lacking voicemails and emails at the moment. Alrighty, so thank you so much, Nikki, for joining Joel in his studio. Well, thank you for having me on. Yes, it was nice to actually talk to you. Yeah, I think it's the first time we've ever talked in person, really, other than just I think so. yeah. So it's been great. Really? Yeah. Known you really? yeah. How would we have talked before? We just chat between in Facebook posts or... Right. Yeah, we've never actually talked before. No. Wow. Yeah, it's a strange thing, you know. Um, oh, another one, I, I just... Random thought popped into my head. I also was on Scott the Pool Boys podcast. Oh, that's oh, true. God. Yeah. So we're the fourth? Yeah, so you're the fourth. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got bumped down. I'm sorry. See how we get ranked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, make sure you check out the internet with Scott the Pool Boy as well, then. Uh, and she's probably going to be, all things considered, be in the studio when I'm recording, even though she might not be on the show, technically, for the pants. So she's pretty much making the rounds for every Definitely. show that she listens to. We won't call her what she called herself before the show, but yes. Oh, no. No, I would never refer to her as that. <laughs> Want me to say it? No. No. <laughs> feel so dirty. <laughs> Because you can't be dirty because I'm a dirty, dirty boy. So you sure, can't be. You got everybody beat, killer. Alrighty. So you know what I'm going to leave you with tonight? It's an old band. A legendary Australian band. They're called Cold Chisel. I'm going to leave with Home and Broken Hearted. Uh, so good night, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Good day. Good night.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.